Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello, halflings, and welcome to an exciting adventure, the very first episode of Big Trouble in Little Manus. I am your very neighborhood dungeon master, Jeremy Cobb, pronouns he, him, uh, and I am joined today by a, an incredible collection of people, including, and we will start with one of the people who was there when I had to drop the friendly from my moniker. Uh, Connie, would you please introduce yourself? Uh, I'm getting war flashbacks, Jeremy. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm Connie. Pronouns they, he, and she. Uh, bye, Connie Chong, all across the internet. I'm realizing right now live that I've been pronouncing Little Manu's wrong in my yeah. head. I've been yep. calling it Little Minus. Yep. So yep. thank you for that preemptive <laughs> correction, Jeremy. Uh, yeah, I am all over Twitter, TikTok at by Connie Chong. You might know me as the GM and executive producer for Transplaner RPG, which is an all-transgender POC-led D&D dark fantasy campaign. But I'll talk about that more at the end of this when we do our outro plugs. I'll pass the baton along now to uh, let's go to Margaret. Ooh. Hi, I'm Margaret Crone. I'm also she, they, and you can find me all over the internet. I do lots of things like make video games, and you might have heard of one of the games that I work on, which is called Ashes of Creation. And um, I do lots of other things, but I'll save that for the plugging as well. And I will toss it over to the camera box next to me, which is Hello, Char. Hello, everybody. I'm Charlene Bear. I go by Char. My pronouns are she, they. I am the DM of Tabletop Titties, a queer and feminist TTRPG show run entirely by creatures of marginalized genders. I'm also from a lot of Streaming for Survivors content that you might have seen over on Twitch. And I will pass it over to the other titty, Kelly. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the left. Gotta have both titties. Yeah, <laughs> it's like twigs, left and right. Which one do you prefer? <laughs> which, is, which is weird because my name is Kelly Wright, so you'd assume I was the right one. Uh, right. My, my pronouns are they them. I am the storyteller for our Vampire the Masquerade show, uh, Titties by Night on uh, Tabletop Titties, and um, that's about as much plugging as I will do as well. I'm the mi- mind right on Twitch, but I got Kelly Wright on Hive, so. We're changing soon. (laughs) (laughs) The rebranding is in process. Yes, I'm taking my name. (laughs) Beautiful. Are you passing the baton? Yes, on to uh, uh, last but not least... It is I, Dave Walters. Yes, that was it. That was very subtle. (laughs) It was very smooth. It's nowhere to go but up for us today, folks. Uh, I've been blessed to work with all these wonderful people on all sorts of things, and I'm working on all sorts of things coming in the future, half of which can't tell you because NDAs. So let's just get to getting and enjoy being teenagers once again. I will say, I think I'm the only person on this call that was both alive and actively remembers this period in time. So uh, (laughs) let's see. I was alive yeah, in the eighties too, and man. Remembers and remembers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was but yeah. a glimmer. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. 
Yes, I think uh, I was born in '92, so I missed it by just a few I years. I need you to stop. But speaking of the '80s. <laughs> Oh, go ahead. No, I just need you to oh, stop. Yes. Not, uh, not, there's none of this I was born in 92 business. Char, I'm looking at you. <laughs> when they started that earlier, I was like, please, mm-hmm. you could be my younger brother right now. <laughs> uh, but speaking of the 80s, uh, we are going back in time to 1985 because, folks, we are here to play some Kids on Bikes. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Uh, Yes, a system that I have never run before this moment. Uh, It is going to be an adventure. Uh, This is a much more collaborative game than what you would normally hear on Three Black Halflings, such as Dungeons & Dragons, which is a very DM-driven game. Uh, This game is about group collective storytelling. And so while I will be your GM, I will not. uh, I will be handing the reins over uh, a bit more regularly to our players. Uh, And let's go ahead and start that right now. I'm going to hand the reins over to you. Uh, could you please tell us a little bit about the character that you are playing? Absolutely, I can. Uh, so I will be playing for you all tonight, Jin Zhang. Pronouns they, Z. They are 16 years old. They're a junior. They're a junior. Uh, and they are a star on the Little Minus uh, powerlifting team of the high school. Shall I go in and just describe what they look like and who they're about? Or should we save some mystery for later? Let's save the physical description for for when we actually start uh, playing through an adventure. But uh, let's let's keep them in suspense. (laughs) I'm mashing two archetypes together for Jin here. Uh, The brutish jock and the popular kid. I'm mashing them together to create the popular jock. So uh, we will be having one of the popular kids here, one of the preps, yes, in our mist. You love to see it. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about... um, a little bit about Jin as a person, maybe where they're coming from. A little bit about Absolutely. what Jin wants in life. Yeah, so Jin affects this very cheerful, smiling, friendly kind of like attitude uh, on the surface. But deep down inside, it is a classic story that tons of songs have been written about. They just want to get out of their shit ass little town. They just want out of here. They don't want anything to do with little menus. They just want to leave, abscond and go somewhere better. So they're pinning all of their hopes on getting a really good scholarship at a college that's out of state. Uh, ideally, like a four year private college. That's their path. That's their ticket to success. They don't want to be held down anymore by this town, and they're so scared they're never going to leave, just like their parents. Mm. Uh, And on that sobering note, let's jump now to Margaret. Margaret, can you please tell us a little bit about your character? Hey, um, I'll be playing uh, Jenna Ainsley, and without going into what she looks like, she's kind of a really... An ordinary, weird, and peculiar, maybe creepy uh, 12-year-old um, who, you know, just has a very interesting look at life. Mm. Uh, what are what are uh, uh, Jenna's pronouns? Uh, she, they. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, I, I'm very excited to see uh, Jenna in action because the entire document that you sent me, I was just like, oh boy. <laughs> She has a history, but I don't know if we should disclose that yet. But she has a very interesting past with her family Mm -hmm. and um, relationships with her brother and fathers and a missing mother. (gasps) Mm. And also a pet. And a pet named Clyde. Yes. Uh, And for just to give people a bit of context, what is Clyde? Clyde is a Mexican red knee tarantula. That's right. Uh, So that's. And I walk it on a leash. (laughs) Holy. 
<laughs> I love it. Uh, I told you. She's a little, a little different. It's okay, though. We like her. I cannot wait to see Jenna and Clyde in action. <laughs> Kelly, baby, is freaking out right now. <laughs> Sorry if you, uh, disclaimer, if you're but not say, a spider I've never fan. had a yellow card before the game started. Just like, just, just, just from the jump, right? <laughs> Uh, we can try not to describe it much. If, uh, if no, I, I like, yeah, it's okay. We, just like, let us know. You have to. we we just uh, we just released an entire series called Curse of the Spider Queen. So the spider content, folks, <laughs> uh, be used to the All spider right, content then. by this point. Uh, and uh, following on from Margaret, uh, who was next in the order? Was it Char? It was it Char. It was me. Uh, today I am going to be playing Kimberly Patterson, the baby of the group. She her is eleven. Um, she is going to be the brilliant mathlete trope, but I am shifting it over to be chess club secretary. Um, she's very uh, anxious, so I'm looking forward. This will be my first TTRPG player that has anxiety just like I do in real life, so I'm really jazzed about exploring that in-game. And um, she has a brother who's also in the party, Kelly's character. Yeah, tell us a little about a little bit about your character, Kelly. Oh, hey, uh, I'm Jamie Patterson. Pronouns he him. Uh, I'm 16, and uh, Jamie works at uh, a movie rental place um, and is uh, your classic cinephile of the group uh, who knows all the references and will connect everything in life to something that he's seen on the screen. <laughs> Uh, Jamie is a man after my own heart. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, And following on from that, uh, B-Dave, can you please tell us a little bit about your character? I'm like Buck Adams, man, and I don't get why everybody's so like, uh, about this. Like, we're just going to be some kids and ride some bikes. Just like chill. And I've been called a laid-back slacker, and that just seems like rude, honestly. I just realized most things aren't worth getting worked up about. Uh, wonderful. Uh, and now that we have established the characters, let's talk a little bit about the place that they are living in. Uh, our adventure, following the exact order of the collaborative creation uh, section of the of the Kids on Bikes source book, uh, our adventure takes place in the city slash town of Little Manus, Ohio. Uh, Little Manus is sort of a company town that is an offshoot of a much larger city called Manus. Uh, the history of Manus is essentially that it used to be a major city, uh, especially in Ohio, a uh, big-time manufacturing uh, company called Cross Company based there, which actually answers the second question, uh, because about 10 years ago, Cross Company started uh, moving a lot of its uh, centers work centers uh, and factories out of Manus to a series of factory towns around the country. Little Manus happens to be the closest, and so a lot of the population of big Manus ended up leaving and is now living in Little Manus, uh, which is only a few miles away from big Manus. So it's close enough for either a train ride or a bike ride, uh, if need be. Hint, hint. Um, and uh, Cross, co- yes, Cross Company is absolutely... If, if, Probably uh, a good parallel might be the real-life Procter & Gamble, uh, if you're familiar with that company. They uh, they essentially manufacture all sorts of different products. Uh, If you name it, they probably manufacture some version of it. Uh, So, a few other facts uh, about uh, Little Manus specifically. Uh, 
Little Manus slash Big Manus is famous for being a UFO hotspot back in the 60s. <laughs> Uh, they are infinite. A little, a little Manus, however, is infamous uh, because the marching band causes fights in other towns. <laughs> this is a particularly <laughs> aggressive marching band. Uh, just absolute <laughs> bruisers on this team. Uh, I'm almost imagining that some of the powerlifting team might be on the, <laughs> might be on the, like, the marching band. I imagine the band is just really bad, so they get made fun of, and then they just like beat people up if they talk. <laughs> Smack, like just interfere. Yeah, they spend like all their time, uh, all their practice time actually like practicing martial arts uh, and not actually practicing their instruments. They need an extracurricular. Yeah, exactly. For their. <laughs> uh, and next up, uh, economically, uh, the town is. Not doing so great. Uh, with the movement of industry out of big menus, uh, little menus is basically entirely reliant on uh, cross company, and big menus is essentially in a state of quiet decay uh, as the population has dropped. There are a lot of beautiful uh, buildings that are essentially just quietly gathering dust and cobwebs. Uh, there are absolutely still people that live there, but a lot of these buildings are just not really in use anymore. Um, a local, uh, excuse me, a notable local organization uh, is, in fact, uh, let me see, what is the name? Ah, yes! The AEVP, the Association of Electronic Voice Phenomena. Uh, again, hearkening back to the history of being a UFO hotspot back in the 60s. <laughs> a, a notable local landmark is Possibly the saddest thing about this town, the dump. <laughs> uh, <laughs> land, there is a landfill on the outskirts of town where a bunch of trash from the bigger city's factories are shuttled. Uh, because of this, Little Manus has earned the nickname Little Trash Can. <laughs> uh, absolutely brutal. <laughs> and finally, uh, the sports team, uh, the sports team that has such a violent, uh, pugilistic uh, marching band is named the Raging Wombats. Uh, so now that we have established the, uh, now that we have established some facts about the town, how about we go through the rumors about the town? Uh, if you, in fact, I think at this point I can turn it back over to all of you. Uh, if you remember your rumor, uh, please say a rumor about the town. We will go, uh, starting back with you, Connie. Oh, I think I'm the only one who hasn't prepped one already, so I'm going to come up with one live on air right now. Uh, yes. We'll do it live. Can this... I'm going to blend kind of folklore, urban legend into a rumor here. I think maybe in Little Manu's high school, there's a, like, ceremonial plaque by the front gates, uh, like a cross factory uh, plaque to commemorate like all the industry that this uh company has brought to Manus and little Manus, and it's kind of like a brass like stone tile that's like built into the brick and it looks like the cross company logo uh and has like the the stamp of cross company on it but a rumor slash urban legend is if you touch that brick you're not going to graduate so like you can't touch it until you've graduated uh from a little Manus high school or like or, like, not graduate slash, like, have a really bad life afterward. So, like, bullies, I think, will make kids touch it. Like, they'll shove their oh. faces against it, you know, as, like, a, a way to, to mess with them. Oh, that is... <laughs> Jenna would touch it. <laughs> I mean, Every I'd morning, like, just touch it before it. you go yeah, to school. Like, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, it's like walking in saying, like, it's like uh, uh, clocking in and clocking out for Jenna. Just walk up, touch the stone, walk away. 
Um, uh, beautiful. Uh, what's the uh, Margaret? What is the next rumor about uh, about little Manus or big Manus? Someone was murdered in one of the factories, and now their ghost haunts it. Ooh, mm. spooky. Uh, I I'm, can't wait to see what happens with that. Uh, and next, Char, what is uh, what is a rumor? Uh, mine focuses on the middle school being the youngest of the group. The new middle school janitor, Ben W., is in witness protection. <laughs> <laughs> this one just really makes me laugh. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, what's yours? Uh, so whether or not it's... True, uh, there is a rumor that there is an underground tunnel under the town uh, that was built during the Prohibition. And when a cave-in happened, a bunch of liquor was left down there. So now there's a cave that teens dare each other to go and try to find the booze stash. Uh, the adults all tell them that it's not real, but obviously that's just to you know pretend uh, prevent them from getting drunk. Mm, of course. Uh, and finally, B-Dave. <clears throat> okay, so like... All this stuff is true, right? Or else, like, why would they be trying to keep it from us? I mean, like, think about it. Like, use your head, you know? And, like, way back in the day, like, way, way back in the day, like, 30 years ago, there used to be, like, these <laughs> giants that lived in the woods, and they would come out and eat people, and the way the locals got rid of them is they piled up all these rocks at the, like, cave entrance, and smoked them out, man. They just like, I mean, like, not in a good way. Like, I mean, set this fire and just like <laughs> killed them all. So, 30 years ago, there were giants? <laughs> so long ago. Also, thank you for clarifying the type yeah. of smoking them out. Yeah, not in the good Maybe giant. if they like, maybe if they just like told them they were holding, like, it could have all been worked out. We could have had like giant bros, but no, that's, that's, that's what I heard happen. Wait. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't 30 years ago. Maybe it was like 300 years ago. But whatever. It used to be like giant people. And there's not anymore. Just give or take a zero. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, would you even know, dude? Come on. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, now that we've established that, uh, let's do some uh, some character building. Some relationship building, no less. Uh, we're going to, because we're going to be doing multiple sessions, we're going to be doing the complete questions uh, for this game. So... Uh, for, uh, I believe each of you, we need to determine who knows who. Uh, I believe uh, you should know. Well, let's uh, first of all establish. Um, is there anyone who doesn't know each other? I don't know yeah. uh, Jin as much. Like, I know who they are, but I don't, like, hang out with them a lot. Mm. I think there's a okay. good chance that Jamie knows everybody in the town that watches movies, at least. But whether or not mm -hmm. uh, he, like, knows knows them is disparate <laughs> right uh i, I imagine uh jamie and uh am i correct in thinking that jamie and jen may not be the closest uh, given the circumstances no yeah, i don't think so, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's they know each other but they don't really know each other yeah uh i i think uh buck pretty much knows everybody right yeah man like who doesn't know buck <laughs> uh, and is there movie. anybody that <laughs> who doesn't know yeah. Buck? Who don't know? Who I don't feel know like Buck. Buck probably just is 
chill and just talks to anybody yeah. who's near him. Just when there's no one near him, he's talking to himself. So it's it like, just kind of. I talk to Jen a lot. <laughs> I mean, Jen mostly does the talking, and I just listen. That's cool. And like, hang out at the video store because you know Jamie knows what's up. He gets like the fresh stuff from overseas. You know, like I got <laughs> I got like this Betamax thing. Like my my dad brought home. It's, it's it's been cool. He's an asshole, but whatever. And so yeah, that's that's what I do most of the time. Okay. So- I feel like Jenna knows the least amount of people. Uh, mm-hmm. Jenna is Kimber. Well, Jenna talks to Kimberly. Kimberly probably thinks they're like best <laughs> yeah. friends forever. Jenna is just like, you've acquired enough efficiency and stats in, you know, loyalty and uh, reliancy that, okay, we can continue co- conversing. Um, just because she, she thinks a little differently than other people. But. Uh, that's not to say she won't become friends with other people. I mean, who doesn't want to be friends with a kid that walks a tarantula, though? I mean, that's pretty cool. Well, a lot of kids don't. <laughs> uh, I'm not one of those kids. I'm absolutely down to be friends with a kid who walks a tarantula. That is the coolest thing I've ever heard. Um, and I, am I correct in thinking that uh, Jenna basically probably knows who Jin is, considering uh, they're on the same uh, powerlifting team as Jenna's older brother? Yes. So I have definitely seen Jin around primarily because my brother Joe or Joseph, um, he is on the team as well. He's pretty much a jock. We are complete opposites. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I probably have seen Jamie around primarily because I go to the movies or I go to like the movie store to get movies every once in a while. Um, And they they. Kind of know I'm very I like. unconvinced that you can handle some of the harder uh, horror movies, but uh, regardless, when you ask for them, I'll I'll give you warnings about what's in them. And I feel like my parents are always there too, and they like approve it. And you're just yeah. like questioning, <laughs> just slowly it sliding time. it across the camp. <laughs> are you sure that like this? Like people fully rip in half in this one, and, and it's it's like a creature that gets into people. I do like a uh, ripping. Okay, it there's a scene where guy, a guy screams while he's on fire. Still good. Still okay. <laughs> One of your dads leans in. Trust me, you, we've seen what she draws. This is nothing. Right. <laughs> Listen, it's nothing uh, like the Wizard of Oz. You don't want to watch this one. <laughs> I mean, I think the Wizard of Oz is like most terrifying, but like whatever. Um, I, I will say one last thing. Buck only moved here like two years ago, uh, and came like. Uh, midway through high school, like in the middle of the year of the 10th grade, mm. showed up and has never explained why. A little bit of a mystery there. Also, uh, Kimberly and, and Jamie are siblings, so they know each other pretty well. <laughs> That's good to hear. <laughs> One would hope. One would hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I would, it would be unfortunate if you actively hated each other uh, going into this. Uh, but what we are going to do is I have here a list of questions. Essentially, we will start with Jin. And what you're going to do is you're going to roll a D20 and answer the appropriate question from the character you know positive list on page 56 uh, in the appendix uh, or character you know negative negative list and we'll do this uh for every character that you know and then we'll do uh the characters that you don't know uh the corresponding instructions as well so yeah go ahead and hit me with a or d20 roll uh well first of all i guess uh let's start with jenna because i don't think you know uh we've established that you don't really know jenna right you know you know who they are but you haven't actually really interacted 
Yes, we also have a difference of like four years between us two. <laughs> so I feel like this is I probably know that Jenna is Joe's little sister because I figure I like hang out at Joe's house sometimes like during practice, yeah. you know, like we've we've we live we live in a morgue slash inside <laughs> the morgue. Uh, like a funeral home. Yeah. It's going to be like, damn, vampires. All right. All right. <laughs> Into it. I think then Joe. I mean, I feel like Joe, as like the really popular kind of ringleader captain of the powerlifting team, probably feels some type of way about their family living in a funeral home. Um, yeah, uh, you. I'm betting that you've probably seen Joe because like he has to maybe walk his sister to school, uh, not for her safety, but potentially so that she does not get into something else. Uh, I need to and, and I need to get yeah, this out before my head explodes. Is Joe good at deadlifting? Oh, Joe's the best. Mm. It's because the morgue, it's a, okay. Never mind. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I feel like Joe probably tries to hide where he comes from and he, because he wants to be seen as like this all-star person who's super popular. But if people saw how our life is, it's, you know. Yeah, yeah. Got a dark yeah. history, I mean, right? Yeah. yeah, I can I can roll for it. I'm unable to find the page, so I'm just going to roll a d20. You need to tell me what that is. And is, I will. Yes, absolutely. 70 in the PDF. 70. Okay. 70 uh, the, the PDF, PDF is not yeah. loading I have it in front of me. If you want. Well, roll it, and I'll tell you what it Thank is. You. I have it right here. Oh, in that's okay. a 10. A handsome 10. Is this, is this character you know positive or negative? Uh, I think this is going to be a character you don't know, because they don't really know each other, uh, which Can't is the, just the next page down, I No. Okay, a 10 is how far would you go to get to know this character and why? From For, for me to answer? Yeah. I mm-hmm. would say actually fairly far because Jin, Jin knows something's going on with Joe's family. Joe's always like goes out of his way to like not have to hang out at his house. So we always go to like the vice captain's house, you know, or like we go to like the, you know, the coach's house or whatever uh, to hang out. Uh, so like Jin has suspicions that there's something going on and like knows that Jenna, this weird goth kid, is Joe's little sister. So they kind of, you know, they kind of want to know the hot goss. They kind of want to, like, know the fuller picture of who Joe is so they can get a better handle on, like, not to, not how to manipulate him necessarily. I don't think Jin is a climber in that way, but how to stay safer around him because I think he's kind of mean. So if Jin has more context around where he's coming from, Jin feels like they can shield themselves more. Uh, so they would go to fairly rigorous lengths to get to know Jenna. Also, they think the tarantula is really cool, but all the bullies say that it's weird, so they don't say anything about that. The powerlifting team has like a really strong sense of camaraderie, but I think it's like a very in-group, out-group. Like as soon yes. as you break from that model, they turn on you like very, very quick. Like a pack of hyenas. It's Vicious. And Joe's like the little like scar ringleader, you know, yeah. like, doing his lion thing. I will even tell you uh, up front, the, like with how black and white their thinking is, they pick, they typically only have two words that they might use to refer to people. Uh, they wanted a gender neutral term to refer to each other. So instead of like dude or bro, they call each other hoss. Uh, and anyone who is not on the team is a squirt. <laughs> that is disgusting. And I love it. <laughs> Like, if you were to show interest in trying to become friends with Jenna, you would risk your Haas status. Yeah. Uh, and might become a squirt. 
Uh, it's not. It's not pretty. Uh, okay. So uh, now for the next person uh, is going to be. Uh, we're going to stick with Jin. I need you. Well, did we determine whether you know Kimberly? I don't think you do. I think we're we're pretty distant from each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I think Kimberly might like again recognize you as like one of the people that bullies uh their brother. But other than that, like that's <laughs> yeah. about it. I don't think Jin participates in the bullying. They're, they kind of like always shrink back when like the pack of jocks come into the video store and start like picking on Jamie and like calling him a nerd and stuff like that. Jin always kind of like hangs back and like disappears into the stacks and like browses movies uncomfortably and waits until the bullying's done and then they leave. Um, so mm-hmm. Jin might have like a uh, peripheral knowledge that Kimberly is related to Jamie uh, slashes like I think they know that they're siblings, but other than that, not so much. Okay. Well, let's roll that D20 again, and, and B-Dave, let us know uh, what they yep. get. We're crossing out number 10. Got it. So if you roll a 10, we'll, uh, pick, a du- we'll pick a different one. Uh, that is a thrilling five. Ooh. What strange record does this character hold in the town? <laughs> I decide this for Kimberly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this mm-hmm. is cool. Doesn't have to be true. This is what you think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, there's one that comes to my mind right away. <laughs> well, I think I think the record is that uh, they've that she's beaten every teacher that's played chess against her. Uh, so like kids are like they're like she's known as a chess prodigy. I think and like whether or not this is like true, Jin fully believes that this kid is like the next Albert Einstein or something. So I think Jin's actually kind of intimidated <laughs> by Kimberly secretly. It's like everyone's like, oh, that's a squirt, that's a squirt. But Jin's like secret hoss, like that's a secret hoss. <laughs> like I'm gonna like knock, you know, like they're smart. And I think holds Kimberly secretly in high esteem and high regard because Jin is not book smart at all. So it's probably pretty like. Almost, honestly, kind of em- embarrassed to be around nerds or smart people. Uh, so that would be the camp that they put Kimberly in. Okay. Uh, I love the idea that uh, that Jin has, like, internalized the Haas-Squirt dichotomy yeah. to such a degree that they're like, nah, secret Haas. Chess Haas. Chess Haas right there. Uh <laughs> Let's see. Uh, next on the list, uh, I guess, is going to be Jamie. This is somebody you, we'll say you do know. Uh, let's mm-hmm. roll on the character you do know chart. Uh, but this is going right. to be character you know negative. Okay. Uh, <laughs> negative. Got it. Sounds good. That's a 10. We're rolling fives and tens today. Another handsome 10. What is this character doing that's putting you both at risk? I think... I think Jamie will break store policy uh, to give like R-rated movies that have like a real like artistic merit, uh, you know, like to people who are underage. Like, no, this is actually a really good movie, and I think you should watch this. Uh, but like, it's against store policy, and if it's if their boss found out, then like uh, the people renting and Jamie would get in trouble. And Jin always tries to avoid trouble because they <laughs> cannot risk their chance of like not going to college. Uh, so they think you know that it's not worth it. That that's perfect because okay. I wrote that my boss is one of those bosses where like I'm keeping the store afloat more or less, but I don't get paid uh, enough to make that make sense. So uh, I feel like he's not around enough to find out that I'm giving out R-rated movies. But um, I totally I would totally agree with the artistic integrity warranting uh, fudging the rules a little bit. <laughs> 
All right. So just so I, because uh, mine cut out for a second there. So Jin knows that Jamie is giving out uh, artistic R-rated movies to people that shouldn't, uh, people that aren't old enough to rent them. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, which could get him fired. So uh, next up is Buck. Mm-hmm. Am I correct in thinking that you do know Buck and that, in fact, you have a positive relationship with Buck? Yes, I think this oh. is accurate. Okay, then. I mean, like. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm getting all my bad rolls out now. That's a three on the D20. What great kindness did this character do for you that they don't even remember but you? This did? is so in character. <laughs> I think one time, uh, Buck for what? I feel like Buck's like a drifter. Like for for some reason, Buck found himself maybe by like the locker rooms or whatever, like something for like one time after school, and they heard something kind of weird coming from the locker room, so they just like went to check it out, and it was Jin who was sort of sitting on a bench and crying to themselves, like secretly, like their back was turned to the door, and they were just like full body sobbing, and there was no one else here. It was like pretty late after school. But as soon as that door opened and like Buck came in, Jin like whipped around and was mortified. Like they were like so humiliated and they were like wiping their face, but Buck was like super chill about it. And maybe even like gave them a tissue or were like, hey, like, like was Buck about it, right? Was like, obviously didn't tell anyone about this or like, was super cool and actually was a, a a great comfort in that moment and like a trusted confidant. And I think Jin might have even in that moment, in that scene, told Buck something that they have never told anyone else before, which is like they feel like they're trapped and stuck and dying in little menus. Like, like they feel like they're stuck in a tar pit, like the tar pit that the giants came from. <laughs> and like they feel like they can't get out. Uh, and that scares them. In- Buck definitely would have said something like, tears are simply the raindrops from the storms inside of us. <laughs> and then, like, the next day, act like it never happened. And Jin has <laughs> never forgotten that. They're even thinking of that being their first <laughs> <Yeah>. tattoo. <laughs> first semester of college. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just picturing Perfect. Jin's face yep. hearing this, just like, oh. <sighs> like, that's the most poetic thing I've ever heard. Like, because they're not creative at all either. They, they'd be like, that's like some next level Dr. Seuss shit, because Dr. Seuss is the only poet they know. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Oh, beautiful. Okay, let's move on uh, to Jenna. Jenna, uh, we, we will start with your relationship to Kimberly. Uh, could you? Well, I do know Kimberly. Yes. Uh, so go ahead and roll a d20. This is going to be on the positive one, I believe. Do you, do you still want me to read the questions or do you have it handy, Margaret? I have it up. All right. But you can read them if you want. Yeah, somebody's got to read them. I, I'll, I'll be the narrator. Look at my face. Look at my face. <laughs> oh. I'm the narrator. I rolled a 15. <laughs> so 15, this is positive, On my correct? bone dice. Ooh. What you do do know and positive, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, positive and do oh. know. What do you and this character have a mutual weird love of? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, what is their mutual love? I think... Hmm. It's mutual weird love of, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, what a fitting question. <laughs> These have been very fitting questions for spe- yeah. very specific yeah. people. Mm-hmm. I feel like we both can oddly enjoy company without words. Mm. Like some people get uncomfortable and like weirded out 
when like someone doesn't talk, so they have to fill. Mm -hmm. That's me personally, <laughs> Carol. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like we just can sit in silence and we are not make it feel weird. Totally. Uh, Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. Like, there are certain situations, certainly, where I, as a person, uh, will feel super comfortable just sitting in silence with a person. But there are other situations where it's just like, nah, this is not okay. And I think it's really nice when two people are so comfortable with themselves and with each other, they can just sit there and calmly share a silence, just being in each other's presence. Yeah, I feel like Kimberly has brought their chest set over to the house before and... We've like sat and played chess and not said a single word. And my father's probably are like, you know, is this normal? <laughs> is she going to be okay? Like she had this person over and they didn't say a single word. Perry, <laughs> Perry has a theory that you are communicating telepathically. Uh, that's what he thinks. Yeah. <laughs> he is convinced you have powers. Um, okay, so let's see what uh, I believe you do generally know Jamie or would or would you say that you know Jamie or that you don't know Jamie? I would say I'm acquaintances with Jamie. I don't know. What do you think, Jamie? I feel like I go there and I get movies and Jamie knows my like which ones I've watched. I probably watched all, a lot, like almost all of them. And so anytime there's like a new one, Jamie like has it reserved. But I feel like Jenna has watched everything that's like in the horror gore weird strange out there <laughs> stuff and even some like crime solving stuff like anything of those things she's probably watched at, maybe even multiple times for some of them mm. you know rewind <laughs> that sounds like a that sounds like a positive relationship based on jamie's yeah, love of movies i would think so yeah so go ahead and roll for the positive all right that will be a 14 we're just going you know <laughs> 14, all right. Uh, 14 is, what is the bravest thing you've ever seen this character do? Ooh. Oh, Interesting. I love this. Mm -hmm. These questions I are so good. I feel like one time I came in there and my brother was being a total doucheroo and knocked over like a ton of movies in one of the shelves and was like basically telling Jamie that he needed to clean it up. And everyone was laughing and Jamie kind of stood up for themselves even or himself, even though it didn't really go well <laughs> for him. But I thought that was brave. Nice. Mm. Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe's the worst. <laughs> Joe sucks, dude. Okay, now let's see. Uh, Buck, uh, I believe we said you do kind of know Buck, but I don't know how much of a relationship you have with Buck. What would you say? I feel like it's in passing, but I don't know. What do you think, Dave? I feel like there's such an age difference here. I'm not sure where we have <laughs> met each other or like seen each other often other than maybe in passing. I think if anything, and I will leave it up to you whether or not this is a positive or a negative thing, uh, but <laughs> he treats you just like a straight up adult adult. Like, I mean, never in any way talks to you like you're a kid. He talks to you like you're like 40, <laughs> which you may or may not like. <laughs> I feel like Jenna would like that. Yeah. She would appreciate yeah. someone treating her like an adult over being a child. Um, then okay, She's a little different that than sounds... other people. And I think sometimes when people talk to her like she's not all there, that it makes her feel really uncomfortable, like, she doesn't think she's that different, but she thinks other people think she's different. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I guess that's a positive mm -hmm. role. Wim, wim, yeah, wim, I think wim, that wim. would be a positive. Yay. Let's see. A nine. What is the oh, kindest man. thing this character has ever done for you? 
Wow, you are just rolling in the kindness, <laughs> you know, sir. It's like, just float like a leaf on the river of life, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's a I beach feel like this is very mind. fitting, but one time uh, someone almost stepped on Clyde and you stopped them. And that to her was like the kindest thing. Because other people probably would just step on her spider anyway because they'd be freaked out by it. It's just like wow. kind of look out for the little bristly bros too. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Buck is like the nicest dude. Yeah, <laughs> Seriously. Nice. Mm -hmm. you know, You're setting like... this character up to die for sure based on yeah. all of the movie tropes I know. <laughs> Whatever though, you know, like if that's how it goes, how it goes, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, nah, he's the only black guy in the group. He which, has to which live. Which means I die first or not at all. Yeah. No, those are the rules. Like, it's, it's the... Look, this time the this time the black guy is the director. The black guy lives <laughs> until the end. For once, plot armor in Come my on, favor. the nice guy's gotta win sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Let me direct you even, towards a movie even called if... The Thing. Uh, it does actually, it's a split at the end, but you know, it might be questionable. <laughs> Uh, if this was D and would give you inspiration yes. for that reference. Um, the uh, in fact, for that and for the earlier deadlift pun, take a plus one mm. to the first roll. Oh, sick. Uh, to the first roll that you make. Nice. So um, let's see here. Does that oh. count for his for their their? Questions? I don't want to use it on that. <laughs> <laughs> but you might. You might be like. I should forward. say we, we we've had pretty good luck with this so far. But it does very much say on here. Like if you roll something and it just doesn't seem to fit, you can reroll. I think we've been doing. I think it we've has, been doing all right though. Yeah. It has fit so well. Yeah. It's been telling a story. I'm into mm -hmm. it. All righty. Um, and one last roll. Uh, this is for Jin, yeah. uh, who I think you don't really know. I don't really know, Jin, other than that they hang out with my brother, which I would say is probably negative <laughs> if we do want to say that I know them and they hang out with my brother. Um, what would you say? Would you say we know each other? Let, let's keep the I, same, right? For like okay. both ways. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Okay. So this is, you're going to roll do no, but negative. Uh, no, don't uh, no, I think it's don't, don't know. know. Don't, don't know. know. All right, yeah, ready. Know. 15. Back at 15 again. Why are so many townspeople afraid of this character? Because they're a bully. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. That was, yeah. that was too easy. Mm, one true. The dice are telling their own story. Going further around the circle, uh, we're going to jump over to Kimberly. Kimberly, could you please Ooh. roll for Jamie? Same thing. Kimberly, <gasps> I'm in the hot do you seat. have it or would you like me to read it for you? Um, go, I love this tradition. <laughs> yeah. Can you please it's, read it? My body's ready. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Motion to make uh, B. Dave the official uh, question reader. Pass. Yes, I second. Hooray. Motion. I'm just second. passing it. <laughs> second. Hooray. <laughs> I got a 13. Uh, is this positive or negative? You know positive? Yes, Jamie, positive. What about this character always makes you happy? Oh, that's so that sweet. That's a very nice question. That's very nice. We need a good, happy brother and sister <laughs> no, relationship because like, this other you're one. You're like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
one thing that makes me really happy with Jamie is that um, whenever he used to babysit me when I was younger and we would watch films, he would do movie trivia while we were watching them, uh, like a live, my own director's <laughs> commentary. Um, and I think when I get anxi- anxious, he'll still give me like fun facts to sort of like ground me. Um back into the current moment or a different situation in my mind. No. Uh, and I just realized we should say that uh, for in order to kind of uh, mechanize uh, uh, Kimberly's anxiety, we are using the mm. uh, the mechanics from D&D disability, the anxiety mechanics from D&D disability, specifically the, stre- the stress point system mm. uh, they've mm-hmm. developed. Uh, we've actually had uh, Amy from D&D disability on the show. If you haven't listened to that episode, go check it out and go check out D&D disability because nice. they have some really cool stuff there um, awesome I liked how easy to use the PDF was uh, when you sent it over it was like basically a one sheet and I was mm-hmm. like got it I'm good to go mm-hmm uh, well let's let, uh, well, let's see that next roll uh, I guess next oh, would yes. be Buck is this oh 13 again this, no oh, that has no don't know or um, positive or negative it's definitely positive, but I'm still on the fence of how much I do know you because you're also on the older side. Mm. But I feel like being in that you hang out at the video store, I feel like we would have more interaction than regular. Hey, man, did like any of us really like know each other if you think about it? <laughs> uh, 13, uh, what about this character always makes you happy? Oh, so if it's positive, we, we actually have oh, to. Did we do yes, this? We have to, uh, roll if it's again. positive, yes, we have to roll again. Nine. Nine. That has also been done. That has also been done. Oh, my goodness. 20. 20. What item did this character give you that you treasure? Oh. Mm -hmm. um, Edit this if you don't like it. Blanket consent. I'm going in blind. (laughs) The answer is yes. (laughs) I think um, when I became the Little Manoose uh, chess champion, I got my picture taken for the paper. And you might have like put it in a frame for me and gave it to me one day at the uh, video store. Aww. Yeah. That's so... How are you so nice? (laughs) How is... He's like the nicest dude. Let let me just say, especially for those of you that know my particular brand, I am not secretly a monster this time. Like, he's actually just a good dude. This one time, it won't come out. I don't believe it. You said you've only been here for two years that we haven't seen you before. You could be secretly a monster. You're secretly a killer. school, man. Like, you know, there was no witnesses. So You seem to know a lot about the giants. (laughs) 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 Just like... They got done, like, really wrong. But okay, whatever. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who am I doing next? Jenna? Uh, I believe... No, we circle back to Jin and then Jenna. Jin. Okay, great. Uh, Which I believe we said that you you don't 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 know know. each other. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know. Okay. 14. What... Who does this character have a very public feud with? Oh... Beef. Drama. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because you mentioned that they're so like trying to be friendly with everybody. Um, let's say the president of the chess club. That's so funny. Wow. <laughs> That's so funny. Some random kid. 
Uh, yeah, you and Jamal have a very antagonistic relationship. Um, maybe you accidentally tripped him in the hall, but of course, being you, he thinks that you were just actively bullying or something, and it just started a... Could it be that we've, like, maybe, maybe... is So is Jamal your age? Or a little older, because yeah. they're the captain. Uh, um, they're, yeah, two uh, maybe two years older, 14, 14. or 13. 13 and I'm 16, so that's a three-year gap. What if, like, Jamal and I were, like, friends, like, kid friends growing up? Like, I was seven and they were four, so I was kind of, like, an older sibling sort of, like, friend. But then, like, we started drifting apart, especially as we both started going to the same school. And, like, Jamal didn't like the friends I was hanging out with and, like, thought Mm. that I was, like, compromising my values. Because I think Jamal knows that I'm a good person. And, like, that's just sort of, like, blown up to be, like, this whole bitter thing. And there's, like, a lot of hurt feelings. But I think... Deep down, is there still care between us? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Ooh, no. We'll find out. Maybe. Yes, I love that. That's great. That's uh, that's. I, I absolutely love that. Uh, <laughs> I, especially, I don't think any of you would know this, but uh, there is an ongoing uh, an ongoing piece of Three Black Halflings lore that the entire show is controlled by a shadowy ten year old child named Jamal. Mm. Uh, hey. If you've ever uh, seen true. the Keen Peel sketch of uh, where it's Steve Urkel, uh, <laughs> where Steve Urkel is like an eldritch being uh, who actually exists outside of the show Family Matters and is controlling the whole show to make put himself in it more and more, that's essentially what Jamal is uh, for Three Black Dude, Steve Urkel had like a time machine and shit. Like, that <laughs> show was crazy. <laughs> it really was. Um, let's Can he see. clone himself yeah, He did that also. Too? Yeah, no, it, it went madness. off the rails near the end when they were just trying to go yeah. with the Urkel machine. Yeah. And he had the evil puppet as well yep. uh, that would try and fight him and Carl. Yep. Um, so uh, I think the last one is Jenna. I got six, and this is no positive. No positive. Six is... What role did this character play in the best day of your life? Oh. What a sweet question. Ooh. Um, do you think you would have came to the championship, the Little Manu's chess championship? I would have. I would have made it. <laughs> but you were there, and that's all that matters. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's say that you were able to drive down with us, and you, we spent the whole day together, and you, we, like, practiced openings for the chess games together before I did my competition. I love it. Gotta love that questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, okay, moving on uh, now to Jamie. That's me. That are you? Yes, Jamie. Uh, let's. Uh, you know what is your relationship to Buck? Uh, we're like good friends. We know each other positively. Okay, let's get that positive role. Let's go. Let's go. Silent J to my Bob. I know. I don't know their relationship good well enough. <laughs> I mean, the like, Silent J, I mean, Bob and Silent J. So like only uh, J and Silent improves Bob. Improves upon the silence. You yeah. Know? yeah. Right. Shows what Kelly watches. Uh, that's a mm-hmm. six. <laughs> uh, we've had. A uh, six. We just had a six. All right. But then it's a nine. That's already been done. I think we've had a nine. Had a nine. Fifteen. Already had a fifteen. Holy! That's another nine. Oh God! This is <laughs> ten. That was. Uh, oh we have no! no we have not got a ten. Uh, this is actually pretty good. Uh, what is this character sacrificing to protect you? 
this character sacrificing to protect you um you said that buck has like a strained relationship with his father right i mean like whatever but like yeah um (laughs) i think uh, i think maybe to an extent like maybe buck knows like ways that he could help mend that but spends so much time at the movie store like basically being my guardian when all the bullies and stuff come in that he's almost like foregoing any opportunity to like maybe mend some fences with his, his dad uh, probably doesn't tell that to anybody, but it's like a, a silent duty that he's taken on to, for himself. Like sacrificing family time to keep an eye on you. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I just think that you're like the local stoner that has nothing else to do and just likes hanging out in the movie store. I mean, that is something to do, though, bro. <laughs> Listen, well, the boss is in here. You can smoke as much as you want. <laughs> <laughs> the next person who comes in is like... <laughs> Pop- popcorn machine went bad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when you cough, it's actually good, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, next on the list is, I believe, gin. Oh, so this is nose, no, but gin. negative. Nose but negative. Nose but negative. 14? Uh, what would this character uh, have to do to get you to forgive them? Oh, that's that's an easy one. Uh, <laughs> dump those losers and acknowledge that you are actually a good person uh, by standing up uh, for the people that your friends are bullying. Squirt uh, supremacy. <laughs> squirt supremacy. Embrace the squirt. <laughs> Not the squirt supremacy. Embrace the squirt. <laughs> Stand up for the squirts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I think it, like... This is a pro-squirt household. Like, I think uh, Jamie definitely, like, doesn't like the bullying, but seeing you come in and sort of, like, squirrel yourself away is, like, almost more egregious than the, like bombastic jocks who have to piss all over the place to become alpha. Uh, You just like putting up with it to be with them is more embarrassing for Jamie. Mm. Um, Next is, I believe, uh, Jenna. Uh, I think. (sighs) Nose positive if we're, if we're going on with the same kind of relationship yeah. like the little kid who comes in and checks out all the wild mm-hmm. horror yeah. movies we definitely don't talk <laughs> i think we have like mm-hmm. no relationship in that but I, I appreciate your taste in movies if i'm not slightly scared by uh <laughs> how willing you are to embrace them uh, we've used up quite a lot of the positive questions so here we go there's still yeah there's still we've used up eight of them so 12? far mm-hmm. We haven't had All a 12. Right. We have not have a 12. Why do you have a bond with this character that can never be broken? Because, uh, so I have this thing in my mind that Jamie has like a pen pal from like Japan or something uh, who they like exchange movies back and forth with. So Jamie has some of like what, especially people in this town would consider like some of the like stranger horror movies. Like, uh, like Jamie got like house once and was almost like embarrassed to watch it and then jenna like fully embraced it and was like this is cool as hell uh and i think like jenna's the only person in the entire town that like is watching the same pedigree of horror movies in jamie's mind 
to to him. Good All right. So you connect over you you connect over your love of weird, yeah, horror. like Cronenberg mm-hmm. and uh, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, and like seventies cannibal movies or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel um, like probably set was like looking at a a bootleg copy of Cannibal Holocaust and was like, no, I don't. I think even not that one though. <laughs> threw it in, threw yeah. it into our famous trash. <laughs> you went all the Little way out of town. Can. Yeah, you went all the way out of town to a uh, to the outskirts of the town to an actual landfill and just threw the VHS yeah, no. in there. No, uh, we made a burial for it and we yeah. lit it. We lit like a little thing on fire. No one should watch this. <laughs> Uh, okay, and next That's what it, we do to the movies that are yeah. really terrible. Mm. Uh, next is uh, Kimberly. Right. I've got to get one. Okay, what numbers are left on the positive at this point? Yeah, I mean, aim for a one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one or two. Uh, let's see. 18 is, oh, 18 is good. Okay, 18 is, is one we haven't have. When did you first realize that you loved this character, either platonically or romantically? Platonically. I can English. Platonic. Or romantically. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> this is definitely a platonic relationship. Yeah. Um, interesting. Um, hmm. I will say, if... Uh, cause, Sibling love well, is so interesting. Let, let me... Okay. Yes, Answer that, obviously, if it's good. I will say 16 is a pretty good one for a, a sibling relationship. So I'd say what if, 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 if you're feeling 18, go for it. But 16 applies pretty well, I think. Hmm. I mean, I don't have a sibling. So throw 16 oh. at me and I'll juggle them to see which one works better. <laughs> 16 is what would losing this character mean to you? Mm. Ooh. Interesting. Um... I like 16. Yeah. I like both. Man, this yeah. is... Which, uh, there's this... no wrong answer. Hmm. <laughs> I think... I think to some degree, both uh, Kimberly and I are sort of like... We feel disconnected for, from our family because, like, she's the... Uh, chess captain that hangs out with the uh, weird goth girl... And I'm the uh, movie rental nerd who watches strange movies in my bedroom. It's just an overused copy of Footloose. Um, <laughs> and don't lie, we know what you're really watching when you're alone. <laughs> Listen, I, Jamie is gay and has a lot of uh, celebrity crushes, and currently it's Kevin Bacon. So that Footloose VHS is getting some work done. And Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> yeah, Part One. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think. Just wait till Tremors in nineteen ninety. <laughs> Tremors, indeed. Oh, he'll be he'll be past Kevin Bacon by that point. Um, False. There is no past Kevin Bacon. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think for for losing um, Kimberly, it would almost be like having like less connection to his family than he already feels that he does. Like his parents are really nice and take care of him and they get along and stuff, but feels more connected to Kimberly uh, and and losing Kimberly would be like, well, now now my family just exists, I guess. All right. And I think we're well, all we have left is Buck. What? So. Um, I'll read for you, Buck, if you want. <laughs> yes, because you're an excellent narrator, Margaret. But uh, storyteller, 
if you might indulge me in a small something here. Even though, oh my god, are we gonna have to take off our headphones? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Even though everybody <laughs> knows me, I would like to roll on the don't know column for all of them because <laughs> I'm yeah. just doing my thing. That's re- <laughs> yeah, see, this I- is this is where his kindness. <laughs> we're gonna find it's out. It's entirely incidental. Yeah. We're, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna find yeah, out. Let's, let's do it. I'm all for it. Uh, so who's up first? Uh, up first would be Jin, I believe. Uh, that is a 12. Okay. 12. What do you hope to gain by humiliating this relative stranger? That's The me. claw's coming out. <laughs> okay. Okay. okay, so like, check this out. It's not that I want to humiliate them, right? But they're like working so hard at this powerlifting thing. And just when you keep trying and trying and trying, it's like there's nowhere to go but disappointment. So like maybe if they figure out early that they could just be like, cool, they won't like build up this height they can never reach, you know? I just want them to like relax. So you hope to humiliate Jin so they just chill out. <laughs> like- more, more, more accurately, I want Jin to realize that pursuing this grand goal is ultimately pointless. In my own way, I'm actually trying to help them. You know what I mean? That I'm like, you're just going to okay. work at this thing that will not bring you happiness. And the sooner you realize that, the better your life will be. Dang. Yeah. Especially because I already uh, saw them crying. I know how, how much this is already hurting them. Yeah. Yeah, that's that is wild. Yeah. Uh, Buck, Buck <laughs> needs to talk to someone. Uh, can we get a roll now for, uh, for Jenna? Roll wisely, sir. All right, I was making my notes over here. Let's see. Uh, that is a oop, that is a fourteen. Fourteen. We've already had a fourteen on that basically. one. All right. Yes, we Roll have. Roll again. Mm-hmm. That's a natural twenty. Ooh. Hey. 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 That's new. Why don't you want to associate with this character? There's so many reasons I can <laughs> list like three hundred. No. Okay. Like, check this out. This kid, like more than the rest of us, like has it figured out you know and i don't want to it's like a bonsai tree like i don't want to like trim her branches you know like i want her to just be her thing without me messing it up uh i love it influence jenna (laughs) that's interesting yeah I love that all of these are like framed in negative ways, but then you spin them so that it's like, no, Buck is actually like an altruistic person. (laughs) I love it. He's avoiding you for your own good. Yeah, man. Uh, You're going to, yeah, because it's like when the wind's blowing, right? And then like the waves start going a different direction. Birch is just like, let the waves be waves, you know? Uh, let's next uh, is Kimberly. All next right, is Kimberly. Uh, that was a fourteen again. Two. Two. Why do some members of the town seek out this character? Oh, cause she's like baby genius, you know. Like, I mean, she she can just like figure stuff out when you're like, what should I do first? Or like, what order should I go? She's like, oh, you should make this move and this move and this move. Cause she's got like a chess brain, you know. Yeah. It's cool watching like how she thinks. (laughs) (laughs) 
Accurate. <laughs> also hilarious that the town is going to an 11 year old for advice. What should Look, I do? <laughs> this is Secret the thing. Boss. Kids, they see things in a different light. Strategery. Mm hmm. <laughs> Sometimes they tell you the things you don't want to hear, but you know are truthful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like the idea that like older kids will go to you for like help with their homework occasionally or just like guidance with their lives. <laughs> like, you know oh, how yeah. to make all the right moves. I also think Buck <laughs> is wholly unaware that you have any kind of anxiety. Like he very much believes you can keep your emotions out of your decision making. And that is like admirable and laudable oh. <laughs> because there's no feelings in uh -oh. chat. You know, you're bang, 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 bang. You know, and he's like, that mu clearly must be how you are all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Uh, and finally, Jamie. Jaime, another fourteen loaded die. Uh, have we had an eighteen? No, eighteen. No. What is this character doing to threaten their family's reputation? Like, I know what's behind the beaded curtain, man. Like, some of that stuff give you eye infection. Like, like you don't want it getting out. They said that because cannibal apocalypse, dude. Like, come on. Some of that black and white stuff out of Korea. Like, whoa. You know, don't want it known that, like, you're the hookup. Even though you are the hookup, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> And some of it's got genuinely good cinematography. The acting, a lot of them can be like over exaggerated, but that's just to really get you in the moment. Uh, I will say, and you let me know if this works for Jamie or not. One of the things that we do is watch alleged snuff films and try and figure out if it's fake or not. Ooh. Like very, like we're not watching it to just be like, oh, people are dying, but we're like, nah, that's like a watermelon, bro. Like that's not. <laughs> A person wouldn't do that because this was years before Faces of Death was a thing. Yeah, but we're watching it mm. because of that. It's uh, it's one of those yeah. things where it's like we don't we don't want to see it, but we we feel like we have to. We're the front line for these videos, yeah. even though we're really not yeah. telling anybody, and it's just in our own minds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. But it's very much looking for the strings in like the, the <laughs> this kind mm -hmm. of content. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, I think that's that brings us uh, all of the questions. Oh my goodness, what a journey we've been on. Uh, well, I think we are just about ready to jump in and have some adventures. So uh, tune in for the next episode We're done uh, of Big Trouble in... Yeah, the big the, the next episode of Big Trouble in Little Manus. Uh, thank you all for listening to our character creation and world building session. Um, my name is, well, I, I'll go last. I'll plug last. Connie, you plug first. Yes, I will plug first. Hey, everyone. I'm Connie Chong by Connie Chong across the internet on Twitter, TikTok, Tumblr, wherever you do your thing. Uh, when I'm not here playing Jin Zhang, I am the uh, GM and creative producer for Trans Planar RPG, which is an all transgender POC led dark fantasy D&D show set in an original non-colonial anti-orientalist world. We stream Saturdays at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern time on Twitch. We have a podcast that uploads uh, new episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, and it's a blast. We're wrapping up Arc 7 as of the recording of this, but we're probably in Arc 8 uh, as you listen to this, which means that our entire show's almost wrapping up. Arc 8 is our final arc, so now's a good time to binge that good, good Transplanar <laughs> content and catch our final few episodes live before we sunset the second stranger. So if you like uh, really queer, intense, like, 
interpersonal conflict uh, set against the backdrop of the literal fucking apocalypse, you're going to love Transplainer. Uh, and that's been my outro. I'm going to pass things along to Margaret. Hey, everyone. I'm Margaret Crone, and you can find me at Margaret Crone in all of the places except TikTok, I'm Margaret from 1337 because someone stole nice. it. Um, <laughs> but I do lots of things on the internet. I'm on a lot of tabletop stuff. So if you're interested in checking that out, just follow me and I will let you know when I go live. I'm also the CMO for Roll For It, another tabletop RPG studio where we do lots of great stories. Right now we're telling Witches and Spellcraft, Grimrose Academy, which is a game that I made and also I'm GMing. So hopefully you come tune in. It is similar to this in the sense that everyone kind of builds the story together. And I also make games and video games for a living. I'm currently working on Ashes of Creation, which you can find at Ashes of Creation in all of the places. And that is me. I will pass it on to the wonderful Char. Hey, everybody. I'm Charlene Bear. I go by Char. I am at Charlene Bear on all social media. And I'm the DM of Tabletop Titties, which streams live on Tuesdays for our Dungeons and Dragons game and on Wednesdays but I'll let Kelly talk about that part. Uh, our D&D show, by the time this is coming out, will probably be on its fourth season, and I don't even know what's going to be happening for that, so it'll, I'm sure it'll be fun and chaotic and queer and awesome. So do check it out. Tabletop titties, and every time we say that, it's with double Ds. <laughs> uh, should we head over to the other titty? Yes. Back to the left yeah. one. There's no we wrong just plug, answer. We just plugged one titty. We yeah. got to plug the other. Is n- You're the right titty on my screen. no so. wrong answer to this. Uh, hey, I'm Kelly. My pronouns are they, them. I am the mind right on most things, but Kelly right on Hive. I got it. Uh, I am the storyteller for Titties by Night on the Tabletop Titties channel. Uh, TBN is an actual play show that follows a group of vampire supernatural investigators in the Victorian era. Uh, we use the uh, Vampire the Masquerade system, and in season three, we plan to turn the whole thing on its head. We've shattered the Camarilla, built connections with the werewolves, and started a community-driven government in the city. So if you love Vampire the Masquerade and want to watch uh, or want to experience some chill supernatural takes on it, make sure to follow Tabletop Titties and look for Season three of Titties by Night. I know uh, B. Dave just dissolved when I said we we shattered uh, the the government system of <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade. <laughs> and you I, know we're here we're here among friends, but I would like to re-roll and change my thing of how I feel about uh, <laughs> your character. This. <laughs> uh, B. Dave. Ah, it is I, B. Dave Walters. I actually don't even know when you're going to hear this. So uh, check my Twitter, at B. Dave Walters. I'm sure I'm doing something. Uh, currently, there's a pinned post at the top. My two tutorials, a 14-day DM and 14-day player, how to cultivate professional-level skills are available now. 14-day writer is available for pre-order and probably available for just purchase purchase by the time you hear this and um, get to do wonderful things with all these wonderful people and have some unannounced things coming up. So who knows? Stay tuned. All right. And I am your very neighborhood uh, game master in this case, not even dungeon master. Uh, Jeremy Cobb, uh, you, hopefully you know what this show is, but if you don't, it's Three Black Halflings. Go check out our other episodes. We have other actual play episodes. Connie's in some of them. Uh, hopefully we'll get to have everybody else back for more uh, down the line. Uh, and uh, we also have a whole talk show, a lot of talk show episodes. We've interviewed several of the people here. Uh, interviewed Connie and B-Dave. Uh, go check out those episodes. We do. We talk about GM tips, 
player tips, various nerd ephemera. Uh, it's a, an absolute smorgasbord of content. So go check that out. Uh, and you can follow us on all of the social medias at three, that's the number three, Black Halflings. Uh, and you can follow me at Jeremy Cobb one on both Twitter and Hive if we're still straddling uh, that pair of boats as they sail farther and farther away from each other. Uh, I'm at Jeremy Cobb one that's Cobb with two Bs, and the number one. I'm also on Instagram. I still don't remember what it's called, but a bunch of people follow me, so if you find it, follow me. Every time I log in and there's a new follower, it brings me joy. Uh, and I still do not remember what it's called. Uh, so thank you so much for listening to this, and we'll catch you next time uh, as we begin our adventure with Big Trouble in Little Manoos. So long, Shirefolk. and cut this out uh, while I'm just typing down what Connie said. Or or leave it in. Let the people see the magic. <laughs> yeah, do that. Uh, let them hear me type and us just kind of sit here. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>